Hello and welcome to Knives Out Minute. I'm your host for this week, Ryan Murphy, and joining me is my guest for this week, Curtis Blaze. Hi, Curtis. Hey, how's it going, Ryan? It's all right. Uh, today we're covering minute number 111, uh, and if you're following along at home, that'll be from 1 hour 50 minutes and 0 seconds to 1 hour 50 minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, our minute starts today uh, with Marta uh, picking up the the meds uh, we're... Uh, sort of getting through the the big reveal uh and our minute ends with blanc saying i'm sorry i'm sorry marta but yes harlan was perfectly fine so just in general what are your thoughts on uh on this minute oh my god in general my thoughts on the minute i've got so many notes (laughs) um i mean we're talking about a minute that's all you know it's 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 the famous wrap-up scene from from all murder uh, movies and mysteries. So I don't know. Yeah. It's my favorite part of every murder mystery that exists. It's uh, it's an incredible yeah, thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we get uh Blanc uh in a previous minute has taped over the vials and he uh asks Marta to pick up the morphine and give it to him. Uh and she does that in this minute without looking at it. Um I guess what do you think of that sort of this insert uh, shot that they did um, yeah. right here where she's instructed to pick up the morphine and give it to him. She does this like little pick up the bottle. No, no, that's the wrong one. And then picks up the other yeah. bottle, but she does it subconsciously just like she did, um, uh, during the actual night of, and that really, yeah. that really helps sell the whole, you know, she's just such a good nurse that she knows what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, I think absolutely. that's the coolest I, thing. Like, and I, you know, that's, that's what I think about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think it's really, um, it's really interesting. I was, I was trying to, um, I don't know. I, I like the, the ability to do that with, I understand that, that, you know, in the context of the movie, oh, they've got slight, uh, differences in viscosity that is still like, she is a very good nurse, uh, to, <laughs> to be able to tell the difference. I don't know that I could do that, uh, working with two different liquids, uh, so, like, I guess, how are you feeling about the way in which this is all coming to a head? Well, if we're just talking about what goes on in this minute. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to unpack here. Like, did, did Martin really need, did Martin need to know which medication is right for the story to work? I mean, let's let's examine that a little bit. Harlan, yeah, Harlan uh, is cheating at go. He's losing at go, so he pretends that there is a uh, an earthquake, and he's like, oh, shaking the board. And he says, oh no, and he dumps the board on the floor. And at that point, yeah. the two vials, the uh, the what's it called, the Toradol? No, the not the Toradol. What's the generic name of that? Key something. The uh, Ketorlac. Ketorlac. Sure. Um. Get stumped on the floor I, I have along, no with the, way to along with the morphine. 
Yeah. And she picks them up and because she's a good nurse accidentally gives him the, I'm just going to call it Toradol. Screw that generic name. Yeah. She accidentally gives him the Toradol uh, instead of the morphine. The label for the morphine was on the Toradol, but she accidentally gives him the right one anyway. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's what's going on here. If she if she wasn't a good nurse and just followed what she was supposed to do, she would have picked up the Toradol and gave mm-hmm. him too much morphine. Yeah, a hundred milligrams. Let's see. Goodness. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, I think the way that I, I think you're right about uh, the shot really selling that because you could uh, have it. Well, you could have a situation where she she doesn't uh, f- fix the the uh, sabotage that uh, Ransom has done, but I I think that. I don't know. I, I think the way it works, especially like just how everything is coming together emotionally mm-hmm. at the end of the movie and the way that Blanc is like reassuring her uh, that, you know, you're a good nurse because I'm sure throughout this entire thing, of course, she's dealing with uh, the loss of her friend and mm-hmm. everything that's going on and then believing that she, uh, well, also believing this whole time that she killed Harlan. Um I, I feel like that's got to be something that she's been dealing with is loss of confidence in her, uh, her ability as a nurse, which it turns out she's a fantastic nurse. Is she though? I mean, okay. If you're a nurse <laughs> and you're about to give someone an injection, man, don't you check the bottle? I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> especially if, especially if the two choices are, basically liquid aspirin and morphine <laughs> that does seem like something you would i mean i i have yeah I, I guess you would probably check the bottle i i at this point in the movie though i guess i'm just oh yeah i'm, I'm just buying for in ride, for sure yeah for sure. It, it's it's definitely just like a i will accept that this is a proper way to do things <laughs> uh yeah no i i did you think it's did you look up any of these drugs by any chance? I have not. I no. did. There is, there's some stuff going on here. Um, I'm no doctor, so nobody <laughs> take any medicine based on what I'm about to say. But according to Google, and the research I did, these these two things that she had, ketorlac and morphine. In the movie, she gives him. 100 milligrams of what she thinks is Ketorlac, which is generic Toradol. Um, but then discovers, oh no, she accidentally gave him 100 milligrams of morphine, which is going to kill him. First of all, Ketorlac, Ketorlac, my research indicates that if you give someone, where is that? More than... 30 milligrams, it doesn't matter. Like, there would be no reason for her to actually be giving him 100 milligrams because okay. there's no efficacy after 30 milligrams. 30 okay, yeah, it stops. The same. Right. Um, so it's weird that she's giving him 100 milligrams of that to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then if she gives him 
100 milligrams of morphine, that is sometimes okay. <laughs> like, but, but I want to go back a little bit. I want to go back a little bit. So yeah. 30 milligrams is, let's pretend that they were doing everything completely accurate. Yeah. If she gave him 30 milligrams of torphine, oh, actually, because he's 85, the maximum dose that would be effective for him would be 15 milligrams. So if she, so, so she's just kind of wasting this. <laughs> right, right. So if she actually, if they actually followed Google, <laughs> I mean, I, they must have had a doctor or something. They must have consulted. But just if they followed Google, then she would have given him 15 milligrams. And if she accidentally mm-hmm. screwed that up, she would have given him 15 milligrams of morphine, which he could have lived through. Yeah, yeah. And the plot wouldn't have worked then. Yeah, because I think the, the plot needs, you know, I, I guess I, I, you need to believe that, okay, he's been given not only like too much morphine, but like a dead in 10 minutes amount of morphine. Well, yeah, because which... Harlan also stole the, the naloxone, which would have been the antidote to the morphine. So right. there's no way for her to save him. Right. Then he slits his own throat. Man, if he wasn't such yeah. a, if he wasn't just such a like typical jerk old man, then he would be <laughs> alive right now. It, yeah. It, yeah. Well, it, if he would have been like, it's interesting. Oh, I'm going to die. But yeah. Go ahead and call the ambulance. Well, it, it's like he, I guess it's another side of that, of the same instinct that, you know, where we're meant to, to understand the character is like, so brilliant at, at coming up with these plots that, uh, he, will be able to come up with a plan to completely exonerate Marga uh, while he's dying. Right. But then, like... Well, that lets us know about I, the window, too, so that's pretty cool. Right, but that his own confidence in being able to come up with these plans, it does not take into account, and we get into that, uh, I believe, at the beginning of the next minute, that um, that if they had just called the ambulance, he would have been fine. Uh, so what do you think is going through Marta's mind hearing this? I imagine that's got to be devastating. <laughs> well, I've been in um, extremely intense emotional reveals like this before. Um, and it's hard for, at least for me, it was hard for my mind to accept that what I was hearing was um, happening. Mm-hmm. Like... I was so convinced that the negative thing was going to happen that when the positive thing happened, my mind almost wouldn't let me believe that there was going to be a good outcome. Yeah. Does that make sense? Have you experienced yeah, that absolutely. before? Yeah, yeah. So, it's So, I can only imagine that she's just in shock. Yeah. She's she's walking into this room in, in previous minutes. I don't know how many you've covered, but she's walking into this room just ready to confess, just to get it all yeah. done and go to jail and whatever she's going to do. Right. Lose the inheritance, everything else, the negative that goes with it. <laughs> um, and yet here, Blanc is revealing to her that, in fact, she's a good nurse and that she did the right thing. Yeah, I think the way that, uh, especially the way that Anadarmas acts this, uh, 
uh, and we we see this uh, this we'll talk about in in future minutes. Uh, but during this whole time, she's just kind of, she's only, I believe, ever either looking at Blanc or just kind of staring off, trying to process it, not really, uh, not really doing much else uh, in, in terms of it. It is a while, and it is a specific moment that she finally looks over to ransom. Uh, which I think is just, I, I don't know. I, I really like her. I, she's great. Uh, well, <laughs> acting in this movie is phenomenal. Something I was thinking about while I was watching this. Ryan Johnson, when he was filming this scene, he had like written a whole thing. This is me. This is not me knowing. This is me just listening to the, to the uh, commentary. He had written this yeah. whole scene, this whole reveal. And when he got there, um, what's his name? Craig, the actor. That plays Blanc. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, okay. Craig was ready to... Um, he had, like, a different thing in mind. He had rehearsed this thing as if it were a play. He had the whole hmm. monologue ready to go. He had his blocking ready to go. He was he was ready to do this completely different thing than what was in the script. Yeah. And Ryan actually changed his... The way he was going to shoot it based on that. He... Huh. He did a lot longer shoots of just letting him go. And they just did it over and over again with uh, other characters in the room, with the other actors in the room uh, doing their stuff So for him to react to. And they really filmed yeah. it like they were filming a live play, this part of it. Huh. And so what really... And I don't, you know, obviously there's cuts and obviously there's insert scenes. But Anna de Armas, she has this thing where her eyes look like her tears are welling up. She's yeah. so emotional during the scene. She's so obviously in shock from what she's hearing. And we know she's an actress, but somehow she's keeping like these tears. <laughs> yeah. Barely, barely, barely in check from spilling out of her eyes and down her cheeks the whole time. Like whenever she turns yeah. and you see a glint of light going on, like she's, she's welling up really hard. And, yeah. You know, when you think about a film set where it's people sitting around, you know, eating their sandwiches and filming this thing for 10 hours at a time, she's like maintaining that so that it looks consistent <laughs> from shot after shot, right? Yeah. Amazing. It's just amazing. I don't know. I don't I think that's yeah. an incredible feat. Now, I don't know. Maybe you know, it's Ryan Johnson, maybe he did something digitally and made her eyes look more teary and welly post <laughs> and maybe every time there was a, a visine wrangler who just came up and gave her a little bloop <laughs> every time to keep her to keep her eyes yeah. big and moist but you know whatever it was it was very effective i thought yeah absolutely there, I, I don't know why uh so we talked about um we mentioned that obviously this is the climax of the movie uh in terms of explaining the plot i don't know why um, but for some reason, the, uh, the scene of this scene, this, this minute, uh, Blanc telling Marta, uh, the answer, I have no idea why, but it, the thing that I was thinking of when I was rewatching this scene was for some reason, the, uh, the courtroom scene in my cousin Vinny 
where Marissa Tomei like realizes everything by looking at the picture. I don't know. I, I, the scenes have nothing to do with each other, but for some reason, like in both, I'm just kind of like, Oh my goodness. Oh no. Uh, in this, because, you know, I'm in part, like kind of horrified on Marta's behalf because she's now finding out that her friend has died needlessly died unnecessarily. Um, in my cousin Vinny, obviously it's like this huge moment of victory, but, but yeah, I, I don't know this, this was, I cannot believe the, I I'm sure that, uh, every host has been saying this. I cannot believe I've said this every uh, week that I've hosted the seeming luck that, that I have, uh, with these minutes, just in terms of like, these are five really great minutes. I don't know. They were they were pretty fantastic. Oh yeah, for going minutes. Um, when I found out what minutes I had and I started watching it, I'm like, I get the reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, we have been asking. Uh, sort of the reveal. Yeah. We get yeah. cut we're, off. At a, we're, we get cut off almost exactly at the uh, at the time where it 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 gets more intense. Like. Right. Yeah. We're about to do something so, big and we're done. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the questions we've been asking every week, uh, question for today, did you see the movie in the theater? Absolutely. We were, uh, looking forward to it. My son was not 10, 11, 12, 11. What year was this? Uh, 2019. 19. So he was 12 and it was just this movie that all three of us, my son, my wife and, and me were just excited to go see. I mean, I was mm-hmm. excited to go see it because I'm Brick is one of my favorite movies, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, and I'm gearing up to do the Clue Minute at some point. So, you know, this movie has was sort of sold as a modern update to Clue, and I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. But it was just it was just exciting to watch. It's like, oh god, a real whodunit murder mystery. Like every movie. You know that we've seen for my son's entire life because he's twelve have just all been these yeah. superhero movies where the last forty five minutes is just noise and explosions of light and it's just like oh we're gonna have something we can just like sink our teeth into <laughs> just go watch yeah. and enjoy and like be amazed at the twists and turns of the story rather than which guy is gonna explode the other guy first. Right. Yeah, it was amazing. So in the theater, and extremely looking forward to it. What about you? Yeah, yeah. You probably already answered yeah. this question eleven times, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I I saw it uh, not because uh, I believe it came out. I'm not actually sure what month it came out um, or what the release date was, but uh, it was I think probably I yeah okay it came out in no at the end of at the end of November. Uh, so I did see it around the time it came out. Um, it was basically, uh, just, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Um, yeah, that's right. was looking, was looking for something to do. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, I, I enjoy Ryan Johnson's movies. I've heard some, I've seen trailers for this. Uh, let's go check it out. Uh, and so, uh, my wife and I went and it was one of those, I don't know. This, this was a movie as you were saying, I don't feel like a lot of the 
I feel like there was a sense of even, you know, within the murder mystery genre, I kept second guessing myself throughout this entire movie. And I thought that was a really, I don't know. I, I just don't get that experience that much anymore to, you know, trying to figure this out and, and genuinely being thrown off by, by what, uh, Ryan Johnson's doing. So, well, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, also probably one of, I think the second to last movie I saw in the theaters, uh, before there were no more theaters wow. uh, <laughs> to go to. So yeah, for uh, us, it yeah. was kind of this thing where before unbeknownst to us, before this movie came out, we had just done a viewing of clue where we kept stopping the DVD and saying, does this make sense? Following the clues throughout the movie. Does it make sense? Yep. Does it make sense? And then we get to the end of the movie and it's like, okay, could this have happened this way? You know, as he's going through it and we're reviewing right. our notes and everything and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we were fresh off of that and then viewing this movie that way. Like, what are the clues? Yeah. Like really thinking about the clues, not just letting a movie wash over us. A lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was just yeah. a fun experience to have in the theater. Something that just doesn't happen very much anymore. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. Thank you, Ryan I Johnson. Felt- yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Um, so, is there anything else you'd like to discuss about this minute? No, I mean, you know, for a, I mean, the minute kind of speaks for itself. It's it's what do you call it? What do you call it when someone's just doing a? a it's exposition, but it's the kind of exposition that we love at the end of murder mysteries, and there's not yeah a lot else to talk about. It kind of exhausted my notes. I mean, we could go on all day about the rules of go and whatever else, but you know, spend <laughs> a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well then, uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh God, I don't know. Uh, if you guys like what I'm saying, you can hear the same kind of nonsense over at the, uh, better off dead minute, which we're on minute 60 of, and we're going to finish up one of these years. <laughs> Or go, right. or go check out my half-naked photography. Uh, Patreon slash Curtis <laughs> Blade is my name. Either one. All right. Whatever chips your trigger. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much uh, for joining me today. And uh, thanks, everyone at home, for listening. Um, if you could take a moment to rate and review in your podcatcher of choice. And uh, if you'd like to follow Knives Out Minute on Twitter, at Knives Out Minute. Uh, Knives Out Minute also on Facebook. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow. For-